Is God real? How do we know He's real? Has your child ever asked you that? We want our children to see real evidence of God, that He's alive and involved in our lives, that He isn't just God in heaven who is distant or just the God we read about in the Bible. We want them to know that He is close. He is a caring, present Father God our Holy Spirit comforter and best friend, Jesus. We want them to experience God for themselves, that He is near and listens and answers prayer. He is in control. He still does miracles. He heals. He provides. He is moving on our behalf and is working all things out for our good. That's what we're talking about today in this episode of the Renewed Mama podcast. How you can help your children know that God is real. How you can help them to experience Him. And we'll talk about how you can represent or show God to your children every day. I'm Kimberly Mutar. I'm a homeschooling mama to three, a tutor, and the creator of Speak Life Badges sticker award badges for kids that help you to speak God's words over your children and break any lies they might be believing about themselves. And I send postcards to children all over Canada and the United States disguised as Austin the Hedgehog for Austin's Kids Club. While I might be doing all these things and loving it, I still need time to slow down breathe and renew. And that's what we're doing together during this Renewed Mama podcast. It's you and me chatting away, taking some time to pause and check in with our thoughts, the words we are saying, our parenting approach, and our communication. Because in this hour, in this day and age, our children need to know that they know that they know that God is a caring, present Father God. He is their Holy Spirit comforter and their best friend Jesus. They've experienced Him for real. So let's get this conversation started, shall we? We were in a naturopathic's doctor's office back several months ago and the naturopathic doctor made reference to his boss, meaning God, and pointed up. Andrew responded with, He's my daddy! And I was like, yes, he's my daddy too. I loved it how Andrew responded that way. There are so many skewed ideas about God. Our children don't need to refer to God as the boss or the man upstairs. We want them to have a true, authentic relationship with God, not a bunch of religious do's and don'ts and rules. If they're going to thrive in this current culture and keep their faith in Him, they need a real relationship with God where they know and hear His voice. They are sure of His voice in the midst of all the lies. Their identity is found in Him, meaning they know what He says about them. And they believe it and are rooted in it so that when a classmate or a photoshopped advertising piece, or a magazine article, or filters on social media try to tell them that they aren't pretty enough, smart enough, 
rich enough, or that it's okay to change the sex they were born with, they reject those lies because they know what God says. And what God says is more important than any lies the world may try to tell them. When he tells them to go or to speak or to lay hands on the sick and to pray for them, they obey. They need to know that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of them. It doesn't matter if they are six, 10, or 15. The same Holy Spirit lives inside of them and they are just as powerful for the kingdom of God as any adult. They need to know that when they talk to Daddy, Abba Father, He hears, He answers, he moves on their behalf and he provides for all of their needs according to his riches in glory. So how can you help your children know this, that God is real? How can you help them to experience him? Here's six ways. Talk about God. In your normal, everyday, casual conversations with your children, talk about God. Bring Him up in your conversations and talk to God out loud all the time. It doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. You could be driving down the road with your worship music blasting. You could be cleaning the house or chopping veggies. Thank Him out loud for things. When you don't have an answer for something in your life, say out loud, God, I'm not sure what we're going to do about this, but I know you've got a solution. Thank you for giving us wisdom in this. Speak belief in God's promises over you and your family and the situations you're facing. Speak belief in God's promises over friends or family who have needs. Encourage your children to talk to God. When they come to you with a decision they need to make, ask, have you talked with God about that? Read his word, the Bible together. Do it in a fun way. Make it come to life. You can act it out, use flannel graph, color or draw pictures for the Bible story. Do Bible studies together and pray together. Prayer changes things. God wants us to communicate with him in prayer. Remember, Mama, that you don't have to have it all together. No one does. And it's okay for your children to see that. When you are worried, stressed, overwhelmed, under pressure, afraid, be honest with how you feel. Acknowledge it, but don't stay there. Choose to focus on what God's word says about your situation. As a family, search God's words for the truth that you need to be thinking and speaking instead of worrying and being stressed, overwhelmed, or under pressure or afraid. Hang scriptures around your house. Speak them out loud. Sing them. There might be a storm all around you, but you can have peace in the storm. You call out what is true, not what the circumstances say. You speak a better word, which is His truth. And you and your children can watch God move, answer, provide, and heal because you have stood in faith on his promises. Worship together. We love to have worship music playing in our house. If our school day goes a little crazy or there are some bad attitudes, 
I put on the worship music. It shifts the atmosphere in our home. When we are standing in faith for something, we keep the worship music playing. It strengthens us as we wait for God to answer. So worship together as a family. You know the song, from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. If there is one gift that you could give your children today, it would be your words, chosen carefully and spoken well. The words you speak today are like seeds planted in their hearts and minds. These word seeds will sprout and bear fruit in their life as they grow and become adults. Use Speak Life badges, sticker award badges, along with suggested scripts, or words you can say in the situations you encounter with your children. These scripts are designed to help you to speak to your child's individual personality, to break lies they may be believing, and to help them to grow up with a truth-filled mindset. Get them today at speaklifebadges.com. Go to a good church where God is moving, where God is healing, answering prayers, and providing. Your children need to hear stories and meet people who have experienced God heal, answer prayers, and provide for their needs. Because when they need their own healing, their own answers to prayer and their own needs met, they'll remember so-and-so how God came through for them. If he did it for them, he can do it for me too. Their faith needs to be strengthened by hearing other people's stories. Like Mike, who was diagnosed with scoliosis at 17 years of age, scoliosis meant that his spine was abnormally curved sideways to the point where the doctors wanted him to wear a surgical back brace to force his spine into a straighter position. According to the doctors, scoliosis can only be corrected or managed, but not cured. Over the years, it caused a great deal of pain for Mike. It restricted his movement and caused stiffness, but he chose not to have any medical interventions. This year, at the age of 36, Mike felt led to see Pastor Renee McIntyre of Trumpet of Truth Christian Ministries for deliverance from things in his past. During that meeting, as they prayed to God, Pastor Renee was led to pray over his scoliosis, which she knew nothing about prior to that. Mike received the prayer and came in agreement with the healing. Exactly one week later, he had the feeling that he should check his back. So he asked his wife to check how his back looked. He bent down as he always did when the doctors checked his spine and his wife said after a brief moment of silence, your back is perfectly straight. God healed Mike's back from scoliosis. And Mike wants you to know that if God can do that healing miracle for him, he will certainly do it for you too. It's like Amy, who for nine years struggled with a growth in her abdomen that got progressively worse, nine years, to the point that she looked six months pregnant. 
This issue caused severe infections, digestion issues, lack of spinal curvature, and constant embarrassment over her body. Self-hatred, hopelessness, and insecurities plagued her until one day she had finally had enough. She spent 30 days studying what God's Word says about healing. She hung verses around her house, and as she meditated on scriptures, her faith increased until the point where she could look in the mirror and see herself healed, even while she had all the symptoms. One night, soon after, as Amy slept, God literally did surgery on her own body. She went to bed in pain with a swollen abdomen and woke up 13 pounds lighter, nine inches smaller in her waist, pain-free, and with a perfectly curved spine. Amy has not experienced another symptom since that amazing morning. I encourage you to get her story healed overnight and her 30-day healing dare daily devotional. Increase your faith by asking God for things and watching Him answer. Truly, truly, I say to you, if you will ask the Father for anything, He will give it to you in my name. Until now, you have asked for nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Are you asking of Father God? This asking isn't to get stuff. It's not what can God do for me, as if he's a genie in a bottle. This asking is to carry out his assignments, to help meet the needs of others and for his glory. When you ask, it implies that you believe God can give it to you. It demonstrates that you are ready to receive. Then stand in faith, believing that you will receive it until you do. Even when you don't see it yet, even if there is a delay, stand in faith, believing that you will receive. Jesus answered saying to them, have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted to him. Therefore, I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them and they will be granted him. Your faith has true results. Your faith produces. There is evidence that validates the power of God in your life. Jesus is real and relevant in your life. And your children see it because he answers. So their faith grows too. I had the opportunity to be a part of OCHEC, Ontario Christian Home Educators Connection's most recent conventions. I offered to be a workshop speaker for one of their events and they wrote back saying that they had all of the speakers they needed. I prayed and asked God to open the door for me to speak. I remember my first homeschool conferences and just soaking up all that the workshop speakers had to say. They impacted my homeschool journey so much. And I asked God for the opportunity to give back 
and in the same way bless other homeschool moms and dads. All week long, I kept thanking God for the opportunity to speak. A week later, she emailed me back and asked for me to be a speaker. He answered my prayer. It was just two weekends ago that I got to speak at that London OCHEC convention, and I look forward to speaking at the Durham Whitby event this next weekend. Here's another answer to prayer. We had the opportunity to purchase a home to renovate and resell. Our offer was accepted and we had another investor who wanted to go in with us to purchase this home. His portion of the funding, however, was tied up in another property and there was a delay in releasing those funds that would then go toward this new property. Graciously, the seller extended the closing, giving us more time to get this last bit of financing. We did all that we could on our end. All that was left was to wait for the funds to transfer. There was potentially a $65,000 penalty for us should we not uphold our end of the contract. And in the waiting, I kept my focus on God. I didn't focus on the $65,000 penalty. <laughs> I just kept thanking him for moving the money. I stood on his promises. We stood on his promises. We believe that God provided this house for us to renovate and resell. It was for us and it would be illegal for the enemy to steal it from our hands. And God did it. This was April 28th and we are one month into renovations and this one acre property out in the country is being transformed into an amazing home. It is being touched from top to bottom with two master suites and their own washrooms, a third washroom, three additional bedrooms, a kitchenette downstairs, two large living rooms both up and down, plus a pool and a brand new deck. We are having so much fun as a family renovating this house and we are incredibly grateful for the team of friends helping us do it. <laughs> Now, we have need of a Kubota subcompact tractor with mower and front end loader and trailer to haul it between the properties we are working on. We have sown to receive it and are believing God to provide for it. We are doing our part to look for it and in the waiting, as we push mow that one acre property in our house and another house, <laughs> We thank God for our new tractor that's a ride-on mower. There you go, Mama. That's six ways that you can help your children to experience God and know that He is real. Would you share in the comments below how you help your children to experience God and know Him personally in their lives? I would love to hear from you. And if you have a God story where he has healed you, answered your prayers, and provided for you, you have got to share it in the comments. We wanna rejoice with you and we wanna share your God story with our children to help build their faith. Join me on Thursday for part two of this episode because we still get to talk about how you as mom and dad can represent or show God to your children every day. I'll see you on Thursday.